Hype Network presents the frightening, alarming, real-life tales show. This show brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal and may cover topics that may disturb you. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these tales, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your podcast now. Hello! Hi! Oh my gosh! Welcome to the season three of the frightening, alarming, real-life tales show. Tell me, Nins, what are you most excited about? The fact that we have a third season. (laughs) No, the fact that we have a season three means that people are listening and that it is something that people want more of. It's 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 very joyous. Cause like when we started, we never really expected that like we'll do like season like a, a full season and then season two and then now we're on a third season. Like what? Divine never expected it either. You know, every season there's always something new, right? You yes. we you know that. I don't know how I to feel about this, but we might have made a complete. 180. It's it's gonna be very interesting this season. And I'm excited for this season. I don't know how to feel. You know what? Let's just start the show. This is the Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales show. The show where we talk about real life scariest stories. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ninja. Tell me, why do you seem so scared? 909 lying down dead. One third of them were children. She would swoop down and drain the blood of the infant. Everyone in London knows that this place is one of the most haunted places. This place is haunted as fuck. God. So sit back, relax, and try to get crazy with fright. <laughs> oh my god, that was the newest theme song that we have that we actually commissioned. Yes. Because of you guys, because of your support, we, we were actually able to commission somebody to make us a theme song. Well, technically the instrumental, and then I just added, you know, the the, the words and stuff. Still. But I want to give them a shout out because they're like yes. really good. So if you guys are looking for spooky music, go ahead, Spooks. go check out Key Studios on Fiverr. Keys Studios, K E S K K E S K E Y S S T U D I O S. You can tell we're yeah. rusty. I know, I love the fact that like we just started and then we're already butchering names. I'm like, let's go! <laughs> I know, right? So, Nins. Yes. Season 3. Uh-huh. We are doing a lot of changes this season. We wanna, uh, we heard you. You let us know what you guys thought and we put that into consideration in when making season 3. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we are trying something very different. Hope you, hopefully you guys like it. Hopefully this speaks to you on a level that is speakable to you. Interactable. I want to go. I always treat everybody on this show, uh, the Farts Gang, you, yes. uh, as family. You would agree to that, right? Yeah. We're like one big family. Don't you think that we're disturbing as that thought crossed your mind <laughs> families are disturbing oh i thought like specifically our little family in the farts gang i'm like about like we're the farts gang we're talking about like a lot of this I, I mean for shit. sure our so. our our 
our family is very, very disturbing. You're f you have a very disturbing family, right? Yeah. I mean, no offense. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive here, but it's like, very fun. <laughs> you describe your family as disturbing. I think like every family at some aspect, at some level, you have like at least that one crazy aunt or uncle, and then like, you know, if you know, you know. Uh, no, but like. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and then, Andrew and I talk about my family. Especially like my siblings. I have five older siblings. We classify them by like which sibling, the older one, the younger one, and then which sibling, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so you have like a bunch of siblings. Yeah. That basically like we have describing points for them. Mm -hmm. Now, what about your parents? If you want to share that. For people who don't know, please don't feel sorry for me. I have no more parents. My mom died when I was a year and six months-ish. I, I don't know. Because I was like extremely young. And then my dad died before I reached um, high school. So again, don't feel sorry. It's okay. It happened. I mourned and I moved on. Okay, we can joke about this because Ninya <laughs> has given permission that we can joke about this. So technically... You have ghost parents. Yeah, I technically do. <laughs> technically, yeah, because like if you think about it, I mean, I mean, I'm just happy I mean, they don't haunt me. That's just it. Like every now maybe and they're again, haunting, maybe they're haunting your different siblings. Here's the thing: every now and again, they like they would show like my my eldest sibling. I'm like staying with her. So, like, every now and again, we would talk about, like, oh, she dreamt about, like, my grandmother or, like, my dad or, like, one of my other siblings who, like, randomly messaged me or, like, not me, per se, but, like, our eldest that, oh, like, um, he or she dreamt about, like, see papa or see mama and then, like, this and that. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, uh-huh, okay, cool story, bro. Because maybe they're too busy <laughs> taking care of your siblings to, to show up and haunt you, maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. on my end, I also have like a disturbing family. You, mm -hmm. you all know the story of my uncle and my lolo, right? My, both my uncle and my lolo, like they both died here mm -hmm. in this house that, that I'm house. in right now. And I'm actually staying in my uncle's room, his old yeah. room, which is now mine. And then his spirit lurks around the window, just judging yeah. you. Lur lurks around the, yeah, just <laughs> anywhere, you know, it's, it's fun. Now we actually have... Two stories here for you today that talk about family. So I hope you guys are ready. We will be right back. We're going to take a break. Yeah, I, I'm so not used to this. <laughs> I'm very not used to this. It's been a while. I forgot to add the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. The oh. Anyway, I'll, I'll just put that in post. Yeah, okay. we'll be right back. do 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 I like to have a good time when I listen to my horror podcast. Her left arm oh, was chopped so, off. Oh, that's so... Oh my god, really? Caused a panic all over the their deaths for like months and the months. The frightening, alarming, real-life tale show is my horror my podcast. My horror podcast. That's Give it? Pause, pause Nick, it. Nick, this is your scary part. Be scared and laugh hard with the frightening, alarming, real-life tales show. Every Friday on all major podcasting platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say I didn't warn you. Before we get back to the episode, you should check out this Pipe Network show. Hey folks, my name is Rajiv Doreswamy and I'm the host of The Rajiv Show. Check out The Rajiv Show at The Rajiv Show both on Facebook and Instagram and new episodes will be released every Wednesdays. Cheers folks and stay safe.
And we are back. Okay, now, Nins, you are going first. Oh, uh, I, we didn't I, talk uh, about this I was backstage, like... but I forgot to tell you. But yeah, on my on my script, you are going first. So are you ready for your theme song? Yes. Here we go. So, Nins, what's your story? Um, I'm going to talk about an incident in July 1st, 2016, about a very interesting family. What do you mean by interesting? Are we talking about like paranormal interesting or are we talking about murder? Murder interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. Murder interesting. Okay, okay. July 1st, 2016, a sergeant named Elvin Holmes was responding to an event at an apartment complex. Um, Sir Holmes was a county sheriff officer roughly for like 30 years. In the situation, I will butcher this name, so I'm gonna say it once. Shanita Gardner. Miss Gardner was 29 at this time. She was a mother of five. Her children range from the ages of six months to seven years old. What exactly happened? I mentioned earlier, no, murder. Well, Miss Gardner was accused of murdering her own children. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Murdering so, her own all all of her children. Here's the thing. Almost all, if the seven year old wasn't able to escape. The seven year old was able to escape. <gasps> That's four out of five of her children. Four out of okay, 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 okay. How- how? How? How did it happen? This was mentioned by uh, the husband. Everything was very normal at first. The husband, Martin Gardner, came into like his kid's room and he put like the diapers and the wipes and Miss Gardner had them like sitting in a perfect circle. He doesn't really understand what exactly happened. But later on, he when he saw it, he saw that his wife was sitting on a knife like hiding it basically and then his wife basically claimed that it was for protection from what Mm -hmm. i have no idea the day when it happened he said that she was getting the kids ready for like to watch a movie so again the the husband had like no permission that oh this is gonna happen or whatever miss garner actually when she was accused of being murdered she was placed on trial with no jury it's called a bench trial where her case is going to be just presented to a judge um, oh because she was caught red-handed yeah, most likely she was, because again, she the sergeant arrived. I believe arrived at the scene and saw the aftermath. The uh, like the act of mm-mm. oh my god. No, um, and then, not okay. the act, but like after it, because um in, yeah, in a different it. report, the seven year old was able to run away and was able to go to the neighbors and ask for help. That's when I think the neighbors, because it wasn't like specified who called. Because it's an apartment complex, so it doesn't specify who called or whatever. During the trial, uh, a medical examiner mentioned what happened and like gave his testimony. Here's the thing, Miss Gardner cried, which is like you're you did this and you're crying, which is like very questionable. Wait, so she didn't kill? Which is like again, th- that's why it's questionable. Like, did she kill them or what's going on? Is it is it something else? So um, Martin, the husband, um, informed the judge about like their relationship because apparently it was very rocky already. She accused the husband of cheating and physical altercation. And she also stated that his wife actually volunteered herself under psychiatric care, 
which means that there's already like a mental health problem and then for some reason something must have triggered the whole event and then she did that to her kids it's just really sad that like she actually the the time that she put herself under psychiatric care was a few months before the incident later okay. on the judge because in a different article the judge um uh, gave her sentence of a total of 51 years. So she was found guilty. She was found guilty. She was um, sentenced to life with a possible parole for um, murder charges and 15 years for each child abuse and for- neglect charge. Actually, fairly recent, lang siya sentenced, which was, I believe, this early last wait, month. Wait, wait. No, when did the murder happen? The murder happened um 2016. But like there was like some... Reason of like Delays. postponement, uh-uh, for it to uh. be, ano, because um, there's still a pile, there's still a file of motion for plea, most likely because okay. of her mental issues. That's the story of um Shanithia Gardner. How do you spell it? S H A N Y T H I A. Shanithia. I cannot read that. I'm sorry. But thank you so much. Oh my god. There. It should be. You just yeah. sent me the link. I asked yeah, for the like, name. You can and read you just... the name on the link. It's right there. Shaninthia. I cannot. Oh my god. Nin. Shaninthia. <gasps> Gasp. Sh- <laughs> oh my god. Shaninthia Floor? Fernanda. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry. I, I, the, oh my god. Thank you so much for that story, Nins. Now it's my turn. Um, we're not going to be taking a break. Again, different, different format. style this this season. <clears throat> no different format. So here we go. Here's 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 mine. Here's my theme song. Oh oh yeah. How did how did you like your theme song? It was fun. Very short. Very quick. You know. Yun mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> Do you think it suits you? Do you think your theme song suits you? Sure. Why not? I don't. My brain. Do you want to hear much. it again? It's this is good. your theme song. It's good. Banger. You hear that? Death metal. This is mine. <laughs> okay, so my story is. <laughs> like how you kind of, it fits you. It fits you well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let me set the scene here. Uh, imagine it is 1977 in Enfield, London. I am a year old. So yeah, you're not even born yet. You're in your father's. No, 1990. I 1977. Was born. Oh, 77. My brain is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 1997. I was like, what is she talking what? about? I was like, no, you are still in your now ghost my, father's testicles. My, I mean, I have other siblings <laughs> so, first, so. Oh yeah, true. So imagine like 1977, Enfield, London. Now Enfield, London is. Sort of like not downtown London, so you know how you would see London in movies. No, it it's sort of like very suburban. It's not quite country. It's not quite city. Lots of people knew each other in this area. There was a house in Enfield, and a family moves in. Peggy is the mom. Janet, Margaret, Johnny, and Billy. This is the Hodgson family. Janet is eleven. Margaret is twelve. Johnny is ten, and Billy is. Seven. They all move into this house. In the basement, there's blood. 
and ritual oh sacrifices. It, oh. No, on August 30th, Peggy was woken up by Janet because apparently the boys' beds, Johnny and Billy, their beds were moving. Levitating? Shaking on their own. And then Mother Dearest was like, yeah, don't mind it. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's fine. Go back to sleep. It's fine. Go back to sleep. It, it'll, it'll, it's just a teeny earthquake. They don't mind it. But then the very next day, the same thing happens. This time, Peggy was like, okay, something weird is going on. Like, as if the first time it wasn't weird. Now it's weird because it happened the second time. She goes up to check what happened and there she saw a dresser and it's moving on its own. And so she was like, okay, what the fuck is happening? So she goes to try and stop it, but the dresser moved to the door and essentially blocking Peggy and the four children in that room. They couldn't get it out until like who knows how long. When they were finally able to escape, they called the police and the police comes. They were checking out the, the rooms and then right in the hallway, they actually saw a chair. It moved four feet across them. Now, since there isn't really any law that a chair is not allowed to move. Yeah, on its, its own. own. There's there's really no law that states this chair or objects cannot move on their own. So it's not really illegal. You can't just charge a, a chair. So the police weren't <laughs> able to do anything about it. So they were like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's your mm, problem. Sorry. God, God bless you. May the queen guide you or whatever they say in the UK. Since then, the paranormal stuff got worse. The next 18 months, they would endure furniture being overturned, toys being thrown, banging noises on the walls, writing appearing on walls... And even the children float. I'll get into it later, but yeah, especially with the children floating. I like how it's like 18 months. I'm like, if it's gonna happen like three days in a row, I'm, I'm out. But 18 months <laughs> like, of, of uh, enduring this thing. Like, oh, oh, the police can't do anything. So uh, we should just like leave it, you know, like just let it be. If it happens the third time, you just like move. That's how bad it got. Peggy asked help from the press. She was like, okay, I'm gonna... Press or priest? Press. Media, okay. okay. I'm gonna go to the Daily Mirror and tell them what is happening in this bloody house because I don't know what is happening. The Daily Mirror was very, like, interested in the case. So they sent um, Graham Morris, a photographer, to the house and this story became one of the best documented paranormal cases in history. When I tell you, there were so many pictures. There's even a picture of Janet floating. I like how they have a photo of her floating and then like they, they have no idea what's going on. I'll send you like a picture. Photo. You see that? I like how she looks like she's jumping. Yeah, it kind of looks like she's jumping, but that is actually a picture of her being thrown across the room by mm -hmm. a poltergeist. Her sister is in that bed, like, just watching in horror. That's terrifying. I mean, like, any anyone would be terrified to be even, like, lifted. Just, like, a couple of, like, inches away from the ground. What more could, like, literally be, like, feet away from the ground? So, this was publicized, and it garnered the interest of so many people. Skeptics and paranormal investigators alike. Paranormal investigation side, Maurice Gross, a famous paranormal investigator, headed the investigation of the house. 
And so he deducted that this was a case of a poltergeist. Mm. So I have here an audio recording. She was like talking, but her mouth was not moving. It was the poltergeist talking for her. Wait, so basically the poltergeist like used her voice? Yeah, the poltergeist is using her to talk. Okay, so here is an audio recording of her talking. God, stupid intro. Okay, I don't know about you, so but much that's me when I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, give me food. Uh, I want food. But yeah, that was an audio recording of her. So they actually got a ventriloquist to check if she was just like doing this voice. You know, because there are videos of her like not moving her mouth, but there is voice coming out of her mouth. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair assumption. They asked. A ventriloquist, is she doing like a trick? And according to the ventriloquist, she isn't doing a trick. Because if she did that voice for long periods of time, she would actually damage her vocal cords. They found out there was a man uh, living in this house and he had actually died of a hemorrhage in the living room. And that he just wanted to live in the house. Do you believe this is true so far? Like, do you believe like this like what is happening based on the things that I'm showing you? I don't know. Here's the thing. She has like how many kids? Like, they could all pull up like an elaborate na ano, the situation on like how to do it. But like there is always a possibility that like it it's true. Oh my god, not you with the oh my god. Uh, it could uh, yes or no? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's a trick. Or, like, the kids... Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, the kids are just, like, bored or something. Well, um, so the skeptics actually look for signs. But mm. one time, they actually caught the girls bending spoons and banging on the walls with broom handles. There you go. So they were like, nah, this case is closed. This is all fake. This is not real. But... According to Janet, in an interview, they admitted that they did stage some things just to see if people would catch on. Like, if they're really, like, investigating and stuff. I'm sorry, it's so funny in way okay. that, like, they're what? like, oh my god, there's a ghost. And then, like, here, let's make, let's make a fake noise and see if, like, they will look for the ghost. They're making people, like, have more jobs to do. To figure out. Yeah, like, what was the point? What was the reason? But actually, according to her, 2% of the paranormal things that happened in the house were fake. They, like, they, they did those things. Things started to quiet down when a priest visited the house and blessed the home. So after that, like, poof, no more. No more, no more ghosts. No more ghosties. But then, the next family that moved in reported strange noises and occasionally... The new family 
would see a man walking into rooms. Now, this story actually inspired the movie. Can you guess the movie? I'm saying it's all conjuring stuff. Which conjuring is it? Two? Ding, 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 ding. You oh, got okay. that right. It inspired the story of conjuring two. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on, on this whole thing? I mean, for sure, like we already know, like you think this is fake. But yeah, for me, I, I think this is a, this actually happened. To be fair, it's a really big evidence that the, the skeptics found the girls bending spoons and like that's yeah. us. But for me, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, if you watched the videos of her talking, like she's not moving her mouth at all. She has her mouth closed. Because here's the thing. And with she's, regards there's to like that one, sound coming from her. I feel like like one of her kids must have been like doing the, the voice. That's what I'm thinking. But then how do you explain all those other people who saw the strange occurrences that happened in the house? Like The, the, the people who moved I know, in the, after them? Were, no, like not the people, like the people investigating, oh, the, 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 like investigating. the paranormal person, the 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 photographer. He even captured like some of the the happenings, the bad that happened in the house. How do you explain really? that? So I, for me, I believe it's real. So yeah, that was my story. So, so with that, we are actually finished with the episode. Oh my god, we're keeping it short. We're keeping a chart, you know? Just, <laughs> just keeping a chart. Oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, we're trying to like cut down on the ramblings and all, all the tangents, you know? But we'll still try to put them in there, you know? We'll just try to cut it out and we'll keep it short. So, Nins, what have you learned today? That your spouse... Okay, hold on. This is our brain fart segment. What have you learned today? There's a good chance that the person you're sleeping with is going to be the one that's going to kill you. <laughs> True. What do you learn today? <laughs> I like how... <laughs> uh, for me, I learned, nah, I learned that the sound of a poltergeist coming out of a young girl, it sounds like my stomach when I'm hungry. <laughs> so... There you have it. That is it for the very first episode of the Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales show. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Frightening... Oh, the first episode of Season 3 of the Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales show. You can follow Ninya on all her socials at Nin C. Fernandez. I'm at The Andrew Tops on everything, and the show's Facebook and Twitter is at FartsPod. We've got a group on Facebook that you can join. We post everything we talk about on the show there and any scary stuff we may come across. If you've got a scary story you'd like to share, then you can email fartspod at gmail.com or message us on our socials. Congratulations, Nins. Happy first episode of the season. Happy season three. I am so happy. Happy, happy, happy season three. Happy, happy season three. Goodbye. Bye.